Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. Hour number two of Sports Open Line here on a Wednesday night. Joe Pot with you from downtown St. Louis. Happy you're along with us as well. It's the uh, strike zone now here as we move into the uh, 7 o'clock hour. So we'll have lots of baseball talk for you. We'll talk about the Cardinals. We'll talk about uh, other races, uh, other the other divisions as well. I'm going to get into a lot of that uh, coming up with uh, Drew Silva here. Uh, actually, after our first break here in this hour, and then, as I said, we'll visit with Kyle McClellan as well. We'll talk to him about what he's doing and uh, – what he thinks of this uh, Cardinals team as well. He's got a project going on with the Cardinals, but I'll talk about, uh, of course, what he thinks as well. I still want to know if you would text me who you believe is the most hated player in baseball. I did add last uh, segment that this is based on negative tweets. So I hate or uh, he's the worst or blank person, you know, sucks. It's All of those things, those are all of the things that have been put together and uh, they have been tracked since April 7th by bet online. And from that, they have come up with their most hated player list. I'll reveal that to you a little bit later on. Some of our textures are right on with it though. They have got, uh, they have picked them all out. Somebody, I'm just going to give you a little part of this one text. Cause I really like it. Even though this person is not on the list only because this person is retired, and uh, so they have a pretty high disdain for Ryan Braun. I always did as well, personally. Just wasn't a big fan, and the reason why, it says a special. there's a special place in baseball hell for Ryan Braun, and in parentheses, a liar, and he threw an innocent tester under the bus. We all recall that, and uh, yeah, turned me off for Ryan Braun as well. So I am right on board with that. Otherwise, as I said, a lot of these guesses are right on. That same texter had a couple of other guesses, which I'll pass along here in a bit. Uh, they were on with a couple of those guesses, <clears throat> excuse me, as well. Also, want to tell you about, uh, as I said, what the Cardinals did and a little bit about, uh, you know, some of those uh, players that are coming up. Let me tell you this one first. Uh, Building the Future is sponsored by Graybar Electric. It's headquartered in St. Louis, a great place to work. And I think that you can still consider Dakota Hudson part of the future. Uh, this is a guy who debuted in 2019, had a good 2020, missed 21 with an injury, came back at the end of last year, but he threw his first seven-inning start today. 
uh, since August of uh, 2020. And that was <clears throat> in a start at Cincinnati. So I think that he makes a sense as a, as a guy building the future. I think the Cardinals are still planning to build the future around Dakota Hudson. He is a, uh, a vital part of this rotation and he's going to go a long way into, into figuring in what the Cardinals do this year. And again, that's brought to you by Graybar Electric, headquartered in St. Louis, a great place to work. We'll take a break here on Sports Open Line. We'll come back. We'll get into the baseball talk with Drew Silva, St. Louisan, and um, a baseball writer for NBCSports.com, and he'll join us on the other side of the break. I'm Joe Pot. This is a Sports Open Line. It's the Strike Zone on CamoX. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast back in on the uh, strike zone portion of our program tonight here on a wednesday joe pot with you on your home for cardinals baseball KMOX, and home for Lots of baseball talk here in this 7 o'clock hour here on X. So we'll get into it. So we'll talk about Cardinals. We'll talk about uh, lots of other baseball as well. Happy to bring in uh, our next guest. First time I have had the chance to visit with Drew Silva here on the air. Drew is the senior MLB writer at NBCSports.com. And uh, Drew, maybe we just trick them all and we talk about Dayton basketball. 
I was going to say, I just started following you on Twitter today, <laughs> Joe, and, and sorry that I just got on board, but, and I saw, yeah, you were a University of Dayton grad. Um, I, 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 I did not graduate, actually, but I was there for four years. That's um, fair enough. Had it counts. A, had a great time. <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> it's, it's some sort of degree, a degree in having a lot of fun uh, is what I would call it, but yeah, we could, we could talk Dayton. I did that a lot as well. That's okay. Yep. No, I'm glad to have where you did, aboard. Where, where, yeah, where, where did you live while you were there? I'm sorry to cut you off. Uh, that's okay. I started in Founders, Founders Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lived in uh, Kettering in my sophomore year and then on uh, Low Street as well as on uh, Lawn View. Man, Lowe's and, and Longview, are, uh, those are prime spots. I did two years in Marycrest. Okay. Uh, like the sixth floor freshman year. Um, and then I got like I got a, a write up for some kind of drinking <laughs> <Infraction>. situation. <laughs> yeah, and then so they put all the kids that got write ups freshman year on the same floor sophomore year. I guess thinking that was some sort of punishment. That sounds right. That does not yeah. sound like the uh, the uh, exact uh, right move to make there. No, it wasn't. So we had even more fun sophomore year. It's like you were year. unifying then, your powers. Yeah, that's right. And then I did. Uh, man, what was it? I can't even remember. Uh, not Key Faber. Uh, some other street uh, over there in the ghetto, um, the UD ghetto, the UD student ghetto is what it's called for people that don't know, uh, junior year. And then I did the mansion on Brown Street my senior year, wow. which was like this massive white house that was disgusting with 10 dudes in it. Um, yeah, had a whole lot of fun. What a great place to I think it's to a sorority college. house now. I was just I know- there like a month ago. My uh, oldest daughter is looking at colleges, and uh, we were looking at Dayton. First time I have been back well, I, in a long time. I went back for the five-year reunion, and I was like, I, I don't really need to come back here. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the drive home was a, a big struggle. It is. Um, uh, it's, a long, it's, it can be, it's a longer drive than I remember that it was. And I, I think I was there a lot longer ago than you, but it's, it's, so it's been a long time for me. But, yeah, it's a long drive. Well, the problem is it's it's like six and a half hours, so it's right in between the point. It, it's not a short drive, but it's not long enough to where you, like, settle in like you would on a, a long road trip, you know? So you mentally are just like, oh, are we there yet? Are we there yet? And then it takes six and a half hours, and then you're finally there, and you're just tired. <laughs> that is the truth. Drew Silva is with us. He is a St. Louis native. He is a the senior baseball writer for MLB.com. So first things first, um, I want to know what you think of this Cardinals team, but I want to know if you think, as I think, that this, like, legitimately right now, even this weekend, may be kind of a turning point for the Cardinals with regards to the Central Division. Yeah, they've got a massive opportunity with five games in, in four days at Wrigley Field against a Cubs team that wasn't very good coming into the season and then lost Seiya Suzuki to that thumb sprain uh, this past week, and yeah, he had gone a little quiet since his crazy opening couple of weeks, but still, that's a big loss for them. And, and you look up their, you look at their lineup right now, and there's not a lot of threats offensively, and, and their pitching staff isn't any better either. So I think it's an opportunity coming off a, a three-game sweep of a, a really good Padres team uh, for the Cardinals to make a statement and possibly even, you know come come even with the Brewers in the NL Central. What are they, two and a half back right now uh, with the Blue, with the Brewers closing out a series against the Cubs? That game tonight. is pending so, yeah. tonight. Yeah, exactly. 
And the and the so Brewers, I, yeah, like they're right at the spot right now where they're vulnerable. With Peralta still out, Woodruff is out. It, there's nobody that that really scares you in that lineup. I realize the Cardinals just split two with the Brewers, but I just think that that that's what I feel like too. The, playing this Cubs team over five games, you know, and obviously a lot can happen at Wrigley Field. A lot of stuff goes on at Wrigley Field, but man, you feel like this is a huge opportunity for the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, the, the Brewers' big strength, why they were a heavy favorite in the NL Central is because of that three-headed monster with Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff and Freddie Peralta. And, and to, I think Peralta is going to be out for multiple months. Uh, Woodruff might just be like he misses two turns. But, yeah, definitely an opportunity here for the Cardinals to, to close the gap. And, you know, I, I didn't love the Cardinals' offseason strategy. I, I still don't love it. It, it <laughs> You know, I, I I kind of said a lot. It, it seemed like it was more nostalgia based than trying to put together a World Series contender. Um, but it, it's worked out so far. Like the pitching has been way better than I I thought it would be. I, I did not trust Miles Michaelis coming into the year. He last year he just looked so like unathletic to me, and I I know he was hurt. But remember that great year that he had when he when he first came over came back over from Korea he just looks so athletic on the mountain and I thought he lost a lot of that the last two years but he looks more like that guy this year and then I mean Dakota Hudson I didn't expect much from him just maybe I like read too much into analytics as a as kind of a fantasy baseball writer and a guy who likes to dive deep into numbers like there's nothing in Dakota Hudson's profile that suggests that he should be a guy with an ERA under three um, you know, he's he's issued almost as many walks as he has recorded strikeouts. Um, and, and you don't see that from an established pitcher who's going to have an ERA of, what is it now, 292. Um, so I've been really impressed with those two, and Adam Wainwright still doing his thing. I mean, I, I think it'd be a shame if he retires because he's been, been their best pitcher now uh, two-plus years in a row. Um, so yeah, they're they're playing a lot better than I expected out of the gate, especially that Padres series. I think they showed a lot against a Padres team that can really pitch, um, and and they had some nice offensive outbursts there. Um, so I I like what I I see. I mean, hopefully no, this Nolan Gorman injury doesn't linger on. It sounds like they expect him back at at some point in Chicago, um, and then they get Tyler O'Neill back. It sounds like he might be, begin a minor league rehab assignment over the weekend, and and to get his bat going would be massive mixed in with all the other components they have. It's a really interesting lineup with, with the, the youngsters and the veterans. And if it all clicks and, and they can add like a, a high-level starting pitcher at the trade deadline, I mean, you're talking about a legitimate contender all of a sudden. So, um, yeah, mea culpa on, on, on my part for, for dogging them for what they did over the winter. I was surprised because I, like you, was not high on the pitching staff. I thought – Offense, no problem. Pitching is going to be questionable. I was worried about, as always, I was worried about depth of the pitching staff Mm -hmm. and felt like they didn't learn from the beginning of last year. And then it sort of flip-flopped at the start of the season, right? It was this offense that was so inconsistent. We didn't know what to expect. And you were getting good starts. You were getting great bullpen uh, play. That has kind of leveled a little bit. Um, But you know, you were talking about getting guys back. Jack Flaherty now that looks like he's going to go mm-hmm. out on a rehab assignment soon. So there's that. I now let me ask you this because you mentioned that you know you thought their their approach was kind of nostalgic. And obviously, speaking a little bit of Albert Pujols, do you like it better now? Here we are, two months into the season. Do you like the role that Pujols has played and what he has brought to to this team? 
Yeah, certainly. I, I was worried that this was going to be a, a kind of deal where they brought him in to reach 700 home runs and mm-hmm. he was going to get too many plate appearances um, just just on that chase so that they they can get 3 million people in the stands again at Bush Stadium. Um, but he's he's been deployed properly, you know, um, against left-handed pitching and not in the lineup every day, only in the lineup really like two times a week, mm-hmm. uh, maybe three times a week, depending on, on the teams that they're playing. And he's he's provi- providing power against lefties. I, I I wish the right side of I mean the left side of that platoon in Corey Dickerson would would bring something to the table. He's been pretty much a disaster early on. Um, but no, I, I think Poulos has been perfect, and it seems like he's having a lot of fun. I, I think last year, you know, when the Angels let him go, he was upset about not being an everyday player anymore. And maybe now he's come more to the realization that, hey, I'm just going to enjoy myself in this final year. I'm 42 years old, um, and I'm comfortable not playing every day and being kind of a mentor to to the young guys. Like he he, he jokes about how Juan Yepes pesters him in the dugout every day, <laughs> um, kind of kind of jokingly, but he's also like the, the the kid's kind of annoying. But he's you know he's he's asking the he's asking the right questions about you know how, how to approach at bats and and Yepes has looked great um since since they called him up last month. Well Drew Silva like I said this is the first time that we've gotten to do this but uh I certainly won't make it the last time uh I hope you don't mind if we call you again when we when when I do this again cuz I would love to continue and to catch up again later on down the road uh, as this season goes along. Yeah, sorry to the audience that we killed half the segment with Dayton stories. Hey, they you know, that's our choice. I mean, they they, yeah. they, they can they can turn the station, right? No, 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 no. We don't want no, them to no, do no, that. Don't we don't want them to do that. But I do appreciate <laughs> yeah. the time and we will we will certainly catch up again. Yeah, anytime, Joe. I appreciate it. That is Drew Silva, senior MLB writer at NBCSports.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Drew Silva, S-I-L-V. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll continue with the baseball talk. It's the Strike Zone. It's Sports Open Line. It is KMOX. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled two Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. News Radio KMOX, the home of the Cardinals. Joe Pot back in on the strike zone here on Camo X. Matt Pajeski did not know how appropriate that was. One of my favorite Billy Joel tunes right there. You will find that my musical taste uh, is on the other end of the spectrum from one Kevin Wheeler. And if you are wondering, Kevin Wheeler can now be found 10 to 2. He'll be in this spot, I think, sometimes. But 10 to 2 is his new show uh, during the week along with Amy Mark Squares and Chris Ranji. It's great. Check that out. Right now, we have to go back to another CBS News special report. So we want to continue to bring you the news throughout the night, uh, and we'll do that as well. So we'll do that now. We'll go back to CBS News for the special CBS report. CBS News special report. Deadly shooting at a building on the St. Francis Health System Hospital campus in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa Deputy Police Chief Eric Daglish. We have uh, four civilians that are... Uh, dead. We have one shooter that is dead. As for the weapons, one long gun, a rifle and one handgun and uh, died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. CBS News reporter Brad Gibson. Police are saying that there is not a pending threat uh, ongoing right now. It appears that this incident is over, but it does appear that the gunman knew his victims and then shot himself uh, before police could get inside the building. It's unclear what prompted the deadly assault. Gibson reports a bomb has been found in a residence connected to the gunman. President Biden has been briefed on the shooting in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and has reached out to state and local officials to offer support. The White House says they're monitoring the situation. CBS News Special Report, I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Joe Pod back in on Sports Open Line, and uh, the strike zone continues here during the 7 o'clock hour. And it is my pleasure to bring in the former Cardinal pitcher, Kyle McClellan. And Kyle and I used to get to chat all the time on the uh, Cardinal pregame show a few years back. So happy to talk to you again, Kyle. And I know you have a really, really cool project that you are just kind of getting off the ground, getting started uh, along with the Cardinals. So I will let you tell us about that uh, that new project. <laughs> yeah, well, that's uh, good to be Back chatting with you, and I appreciate you having me on. But uh, this year, the Cardinals came to me and said, hey, in place of doing the pregame like you've done for four or five years uh, here on KMOX, uh, we're going to do a podcast, and we would like for you to take it and run with it. So um, I was excited. We found out about a week before the season, and we've been kind of strategizing and getting everything lined up and started getting some interviews. So our plan is to roll it out every month, and, and at each month we would drop a series of interviews, um, a series of episodes that would be on one topic. So we're starting out with the current team, and we figured who better to start with than Albert Pujols. So I, uh, <clears throat> my first interview that I did was with him and uh, sat down with him for uh, what was supposed to be 20 minutes, and I, did, I said, Albert, I can't get 20 minutes of a hall, 22 years of a Hall of Fame career in 20 minutes. And he said, what do you need? And uh, he offered to come back for an hour uh, again at another date. And so we have an hour and a half that we got to sit down and talk with Albert. 
about life. Um, growing up in the Dominican, what's that light in is, is episode one. Episode two is his first spring training with the Cardinals through current day. And um, <clears throat> episode two is 71 minutes that we got with him. And so uh, that one has, those two have both been released. Uh, tomorrow, Yachty and Wayno, I got them together. Uh, they are being released uh, tomorrow. And then uh, Ali Marmol, the manager, will be on Friday. That, that uh, podcast will come out. So there will be a series of them you can listen to. And then we're starting to work on the, uh, the episodes for next month. And I'm interviewing a bunch of the guys with the 82 World Series team tomorrow as a part of Fantasy Camp. That will be aired in August. So uh, I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be great content for Cardinals fans. And uh, you get to hear from guys a little bit differently. There's a lot of things that Albert talks about that me, knowing him for 18 years, uh, didn't know. Um, and we got a chance to really sit down and dive into that. Kyle McClellan with us here on Sports Open Line. And, and Kyle, you bring a unique perspective to this particular, um, you know, to this subject, to this project, as not just a St. Louisan, and a guy who grew up probably as a Cardinal fan, I can only assume, mm-hmm. but then a guy who got to play in the big leagues with a lot of these guys. So I, I can only imagine, you know, visiting with Albert Pujols as a former teammate, but also as a future Hall of Famer, and then coming up and, and visiting with the 82 team that you probably know so much about just being a fan. You know, what what was that like, kind of balancing that as the former player, Kyle McClellan, but also as the Cardinal fan, Kyle McClellan? Yeah, so so my you're exactly right. I, I was a fan, and and that's the way I look at this is like okay, from a fan's perspective, what what do I want to know? Um, what don't I know? And what should I know? And what is out there that you know? Growing up as a lifelong Cardinal fan, there's things that I don't know about. And uh, and with Albert, you know, I, I just I caught myself a couple times being like, man, this is so cool. Like this is probably the greatest right-handed hitter to ever play the game. And for me to sit here and be talking with him and, and, and him diving into some of this stuff is just, is just so cool. And, you know, like you said, I, I know where to go. Um, I know some of those situations and those scenarios and some of those feelings that he had in certain moments and, and to be able to talk about that with him and, and for him to be comfortable to talk about that with me, because I've been there as well, you know, there's kind of a mutual respect on the other side of the microphone and, uh, and so that's been cool. You know, then the 82 team, I wasn't born in 82. So I'm like, okay, this is a major responsibility. I want to do them justice and I want to do this right. And so, um, you know, doing your research and talking to people that were, and what were the moments that you really enjoyed or thought about or stick out or still remember from the 82 team? And um, and then Dave LaPointe, who was a member of that team and who I've known for since, since day one that I started with Fantasy Camp. He's a huge part of our Fantasy Camps. Uh, I asked him, I called him and I said, hey, would you co-host that? series with me because I don't want to miss those stories. You know, like I can hit on the highlights. I can hit on all the things that everybody knows about from the 82 team, but I want to go deeper. I want to go a layer, you know, or two or three below that. And like, you know, what happened in the locker room in Milwaukee and, you know, in July that sparked, you know, it's just things like that, that those little stories that you don't know unless you were a part of that team. And, and so for, for me to have him there to, to, and relationally with these guys, them to open up to him, I, you know, they don't know me. Uh, I'm going to do Tommy Her, John Stuper. We're going to do Ozzy tomorrow. Um, and, and, and Ted Simmons. And, and, you know, they know me a little bit, but they don't know me like Dave did because they, they were in the same locker room together. And, uh, and so that that's going to be cool for me just to kind of uh, sit back and watch those guys go. But, um, you know, it, it is. It's a little bit different. Ali Marmol, I got to talk to him about, you know, he managed in Johnson City. Well, I played in Johnson City, mm-hmm. so I know what to talk about there and uh, in the minor leagues and those mistakes you make early on and what that what's that like as a player. And then when they say, hey, you're not able to play anymore, but we want you to step into a role as a coach, you know, like 
I've seen that happen with a lot of guys. So it, it's been really cool um, to be on that side and to, to have the guys, you know, I think have the respect for me to, to accept the interview and, and then, you know, not only just do it, but do it really well. So when you got finished with your baseball career, was, was broadcasting something you were interested in? Was, was radio something you were interested in? Or is that something that's kind of developed as you've gotten away from the game as an active player? Yeah, for me, it was, you know, when I was done, I, I was like, man, I'll see what happens. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a local kid and, and um, you know, had good relationships with the media. And, you know, I, I love Cardinal baseball um, and feel like I have a lot of insight. So we'll kind of see what happens. And Steve Moore, uh, the program director over there, uh, called me and said, hey, what's your interest? And we started talking. And the thing I love about Steve, I hope he doesn't hear this, but the <laughs> thing I love about him is um, he's so willing to, you know, just uh, come up with things, create things and try things. And uh, one of the things that I said is, that, you know, I, I missed a lot of time with my kids and uh, I don't want to miss that anymore. And I want to try to find things that I can do uh, around their activities as they're getting more and more busy. And uh, and so that's why the pregame worked. I could do it from my phone. Um, and, and this is actually when I did that Yachty and Wayno interview, it actually was done two years ago. And, and after I did that interview, I was like, this is what I really enjoy doing because I got to sit down and pull things out of those guys that I don't think many other people can. And, and I think that's what my niche is. I think that's what I'm able to, my, that's what I can bring to, you know, the media world and, and to the, the radio side. And, um, and, and I really enjoy that. And, and I enjoy Cardinal baseball. So to get to do it from a fan standpoint, but then um, to be able to do a lot of it during the day while my kids are in school or, you know, not tied up in their activities because I'm helping coach their teams, um, you know, that's a big plus for me as well. So it's really worked out um, well where I can keep my foot in the, in the door and, uh, and be able to provide, you know, what I think and what other people hopefully think is, is great content for Cardinals fans. Kyle McClellan with us here, the former Cardinal, and I distinctly remember doing a pregame uh, with you one night, and I believe you were on the beach in a very nice <laughs> tropical location, and you sent me a photo of where you were calling in from. <laughs> it might have been Haiti. <laughs> It might have been, maybe it was, but uh, and and for those that don't know, obviously you do a you do a ton of charity work uh, in Haiti with your foundation. Um, mm-hmm. You send all I know is you were on the beach at that point. Th- this was after there's the a, work was done. Yeah, there's a little uh, little island we go to down there, and I don't know if that was it or not, but uh, there's a little island we we usually spend a half a day at at the end of our trips, and that might have been it. But it, that's the that's the cool thing about being able to do this is uh, I've done interviews from Haiti for a, I've been out there for a week uh, with our charity and been able to still do the pregame stuff and um, and that flexibility has been been really important. And so you know with the podcast it's no different. They I came up with the name the Chatters Box. They I uh, can I suggested kind of what we wanted for the logo and they listened to all of it and just said, hey, man, this is your thing. Take it and run with it. And, uh, and so it's, it's been a lot of fun so far and a lot of flexibility. Where can folks find the Chatters Box? What's the best way to check it out? Okay, so here's the deal. I've never listened to a podcast in my life. Okay. <laughs> so so I, uh, I'm learning all of this, but it's on all the, all the major platforms. So Spotify, Great. Uh, if you're yep. Apple, it's on, it's on uh, the Apple devices. It's on, and then you can also find it, if you go to the Cardinals YouTube channel, um, you can find it on there, and that is the video side. So you can listen to the audio on those on any major podcast platform, uh, or you can go to the Cardinals YouTube channel and watch the video uh, portion of it. And like I said, uh, episode one hit yesterday. It's like 25 minutes, and then episode two, uh, two hit today, and I think it's 71 minutes-ish. Um, and so now you can listen to both of them back-to-back and 
get to hear kind of all of Albert's story. That is amazing. Uh, before I let you go, tell me about Big League Impact a little bit and, and how things are going with your charitable uh, efforts right now. Yep. So Big League Impact's Adam's, Adam Wainwright's charity. We're Brace for Impact. Brace for Impact. I apologize. Yes. No, funny story, because when, when Adam, we, we got back from Haiti together, and I sent him, he's the one that took us down there, I sent him a message, and I said, this is what I'm thinking for the name, and he goes, dang it, we're thinking Big League Impact, <laughs> and they're so close, and, uh, but it's been great, because we, we team up for the work we do in Haiti, so it's, it's, uh, it's no problem at all, but we, um, it, it's going well, man, our, our team in Haiti's been doing a great job, our, uh, the, our partner that we support in North City, St. Louis, has been doing tremendous, uh, even up against, you know, the last two years, and all the the issues that everybody's had, um, we continue to make progress. And, uh, and so we're, we're really proud of both our partners and the progress being made. And, um, you know, we, we had a great year last year. We bounced back and looking forward to another strong year this year and being able to continue to support our partners well and, and allowing them to just go out and change as many lives as they can. So um, it's been good. It's been a good bounce back. And um, it's been refreshing to see our leadership team in the midst of all the the uh, the the things going on in Haiti and here in North St. Louis that that they stepped up and were able to continue to lead well their communities um, their, and, and the people involved in that and, and uh, continue to to make a huge impact. That is uh, that's so cool and I, and I just I love the fact that is that uh, aside from you know all the work you're doing even in Haiti but that it's also literally impacting your compu- your community our community of St. Louis. That's uh, I think it's so cool that that you're able to do that and make a difference. Uh, and fantasy camp is this week. Is that right? It is. We we started today with at the game, and uh, tomorrow we have the tryout, <laughs> um, and uh, with all the campers, and we have the draft. So we we tell all the players, no matter what, you you have to be drafted, which is unfortunate for some of them, but <laughs> uh, they have to be placed on the team. So we'll go through that tomorrow. We start games Friday, Saturday, and then the championship round is on Sunday. So come Sunday, I'm going to be pretty sore. I have a feeling. But I know it's also a ton of fun, isn't it? It's a blast, yeah. I mean, it's great. You walk in there today, and Ozzy Smith is there, and uh, Ted Simmons, and and Tommy Her, and you know all all the guys, and Brendan Ryan. It's his first time back uh, since he's been done playing. I played with Brendan in the minor leagues and the big leagues, and Jason Mott, Bo Hart, and myself were the four players, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So we, you know, a lot of these. I think we have sixty percent new campers, which is uh, remarkable. Because um, usually it's pretty hard to get into these things, so we're looking for a, yeah. a great experience for a lot of lot of new guys and gals. We got we got females in there as well. That is awesome as well. When you played in Johnson City, was it the old ballpark in Johnson City? Well, I mean, when you say old, it was the original. I don't think they have a new. So it's probably don't they the, have, they've upgraded though, right? They I, <laughs> they, I they called the, the I called out. a college game. In Johnson City was where because East Tennessee State was playing there. It has a hill in right mm-hmm. field. Is that is yep. that the one? They took that out. Okay, yeah, it's the same field, uh, but they took the hill out. You know, it's 430 feet to center field, and they got kind of like the Houston Hill in yep. center field. You know, you got to run up it. But all from center field all the way to the right field line used to be, um, I mean, a, a very sharp in- incline yes. because um, there was a football field right behind it, and so they couldn't go any farther, so they went higher. And so it was uh, visiting teams when they came in had such a huge disadvantage because they didn't know how to play that wall. And uh, Terry Evans is our right fielder when I first got there. Man, he had that thing figured out. He'd turn around, watch it off the wall, pick it up, and throw people out at second all the time. Oh, that's awesome. And, uh, but, yeah, it was, a, it was a cool place. Unfortunately, they got rid of that league, you know, for yeah, think the Appalachian. Like yeah. College, yeah, like a college prep league now, so they're still using the stadium. But it was a cool place. And I, I guarantee you I am the only player in the history of all Major League Baseball – 
that played three years in Johnson City, Tennessee, and still made it to the big leagues. <laughs> I spent three years in rookie ball between uh, <laughs> the first year I signed. I, it was a, like a you know six-week deal, and then I played a full year there, and then I went back for rehab. And Surely i got to be the only one that's ever done three <laughs> years of Johnson City and made it to the big league. We need to get a researcher on that and, and find <laughs> out if that's true or not. I, I appreciate the time. I look forward to checking out the Chatters box and, and – uh, Hope you wish you all the success with that and, and have a ton of fun and enjoy it, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. That is Kyle McClellan, former Cardinals pitcher, now the uh, host of the Chatters Box. You can find it, uh, as he said, on all of the regular podcast outlets. It is also on the Cardinals YouTube channel. So he's already got a couple of episodes uh, ready in the can, as they say. And it was great to visit with Kyle McClellan, the former Cardinal here on Sports Open Line, and we will uh, well, we'll wrap things up here. Just uh, down the stretch we come for the end of Sports Open Line in the Strike Zone. I'm Joe Pot coming back after this on Camo X. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini. Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Welcome back to the Strike Zone, powered by Graybar on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Joe Pot back in on the Strike Zone here on KMOX. It is the uh, end of our uh, time, our show tonight, and uh, I have to pay off what I've been teasing the entire night. I was asking you who you thought 
uh, was named as the most hated player in MLB. And this is based on a survey, a study that Bet Online did, and they did it based on tweets. So it was not just, you know, it, it certainly wasn't a poll of, of other players or it was fans, and they were just ranking it on negative tweets, which should give you some indication that it probably has to do a lot with these are also good players as well. Here's your answer. I'm going to pull a highlight from a couple of nights ago. So here's your answer. Wainwright with pitch number 96. The sidestep, the overhead windup now on the pitch. Strike three called. 91 outside corner. Sinking fastball. Machado throws the bat down, throws the helmet, throws the body armor away and walks toward third base as Wainwright has struck out nine. We're going to the bottom of the six. Bush Stadium in St. Louis. Machado has just been kicked out. The Cardinals lead 2-0. I think Bush Stadium might agree with uh, with this poll. Manny Machado was uh, the most hated player based on those negative tweets. Now, I did get a couple of texters say Manny Machado. I also got, uh, well, I told you about the Ryan Braun. I got one texter said Bryce Harper, Manny Machado. The article that this comes from, it's on Odyssey Sports, by the way, and the article that this comes from, the kind of gist of it was, hey, uh, no longer is Bryce Harper the most hated player. Now it's Manny Machado, but Bryce Harper is still number three, by the way. Jose Altuve is number two, uh, and of course, he was a huge part of the Houston uh, cheating scandal, or at least assumed to be a huge part of that. Number four is Max Scherzer. Number five is Carlos Correa. Correa, there is another, obviously, member of that one of our other texters was right on and said Trevor Bauer, if allowed, he's number six on that list. And so I think other than Trevor Bauer, who, of course, is suspended right now, um, and he's had a lot of accusations. Other than that, I think a lot of these are guys, right, that are killing your team. That's why That's why somebody tweets, oh, I hate Manny Machado, because he just hit a home run against your team. He just drove in a couple of runs against your team, right? So a lot of these players on this list, and again, a Max Scherzer, Bryce Harper, who's MVP last year, Aroldis Trapman, Mike Trout is in the top like ten of this list. So it's got to be ah, oh, Mike Trout again. He did it again to us, right? That's where all of this is coming from. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., Jacob Degrom, Aaron Judge, Juan Soto. These aren't like hated guys. These are guys that are really good baseball players. But that's where it's basing on is these uh, is negative tweets. They even said, uh, they, they spelled out some of the words that they were looking for. So I'm sure it was an algorithm that somebody put together. And it, it's the combination of, you know, player name plus hate plus this says uh, some of these are uh, Bryce Harper's overrated. I can't stand Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper is the worst. Those are all things that you're going to tweet that, uh, you know, when you're frustrated that they are beating your guys. However, Manny Machado did get pretty fired up the other night. Uh, <clears throat> that was last night, actually. It feels like it was a long time ago. The Cardinals have played two games since then. They've won two games since then. So that was last night. They swept the Padres today. They are set up pretty darn good, as we talked with uh, Drew Silva about. This team is going to Wrigley for five games this weekend, and it starts tomorrow afternoon, and it uh, starts tomorrow night. Tomorrow's a night game. Friday's afternoon game. Saturday, there's two games. There's an afternoon and a night game. Sunday is a night game, by the way. If you aren't aware, that's an ESPN game. Um, so it, it is a really good opportunity. It seems to be a really good opportunity for the Cardinals to, as we were talking about 
you know, pull even, perhaps overtake the Brewers in the National League Central Division. The Brewers are playing the Cubs right now. Uh, they're finishing up a series there. They're in the end of the third, by the way, in Chicago at Wrigley. It's 2-1 to one Cubs in that game. So go Cubs tonight, and then uh, starting tomorrow, no more go Cubs. But the Cardinals are two and a half games back of the Brewers right now. And as I mentioned, Peralta is out. He's going to miss a ton of time. He's out with a shoulder. Brandon Woodruff went out with an ankle sprain. He left uh, his start in St. Louis this past week, so he is out for a while. But they don't have a lot that scares you. It was the pitchers that that uh, should have been leading this team. Those two are a big part of it. They're out. Nobody in their lineup is hitting better than 300. Rowdy Telez is your OPS leader at 809 today. So it is not a scary Brewers lineup. It is an opportunity for the Cardinals playing a bad Cubs team. They're nine games under the 500 mark as the Cardinals get set to get in there tomorrow to start that series. That tomorrow night is a 7.05 first pitch. I'll have Ameren total access for you. That begins at 6.15. So we will talk to you tomorrow. I'll talk to you tomorrow from here. Thanks so much to Matt Pajeski putting this show together tonight and running the board on the other side over there for me tonight. I'm Joe Pott. Talk to you tomorrow on Ameren total access here on your home for Cardinals baseball, KMOX. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.